Hello, hungry listeners, and welcome back to Snack Situation. It's the hottest podcast in all of podcasting. Still, still undefeated. We remain the hottest podcast in all of podcasting. It's the podcast where we eat snacks and we rank them on a very large list of snacks that we have. My name is Chris Sims. With me, as always, is the hungry man himself, Matt Wilson. That's right. They named those dinners after me. They did. Do you remember when you and I fought in that grocery store? <laughs> and you were, because you, you had recently filmed your commercial for Hungry Man Dinners. Uh-huh. And there was a bit where you looked in the freezer and you were like, that's uh, Hungry Man. Love that. Extra meat. Big meats. Big meats. Yeah. Folks, that was did you a- get that one? Congrats. That's FHO. Yeah, that's that is heads only. That's not about us. We didn't actually fight at a grocery store. No, we would never. We would never. We we did have a heated conversation about flavored Oreos once, but d- never about hungry. Men We've dinner. had a lot of heated conversations that I think we have had with the cadence of an argument <laughs> <laughs> that we. The only one that I think has been like argument argument is Heathcliff. Yes, yes, that, but that I consider that a debate, not an argument. I, I, I mean, I wasn't like going to stop being friends with you. I was just very frustrated with you. <laughs> That's how debates can be sometimes. But then it's collegial. You leave it on the Senate floor. You go get a drink with the, your friends on the oh, other side of the aisle. Don't do that now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> anyway. We we've I'd say half of our heated discussions have been about flavored Oreos, but none of that evil is here on this episode of Snack Situation. Can I be hundred percent real with you right now, Matt? Please. I fully do not recall ever having an argument with you about flavored Oreos. It was in Greenville, South Carolina. I I was see I would have guessed Charleston because I know we've been to the grocery store together in Charleston. We have been to the grocery store together in Greenville as well, and we it was during. South Carolina Comic Con, and we were gonna like, I it, we had a wager, and whoever lost the wager had to eat the flavored Oreos, and it ended up being me. I remember. Okay, I'm starting to remember that. Yeah, and then after I ate those terrible Oreos, I tried to give them away at my con table. <laughs> Uh, I, I believe I wrote a note that said, Oreos, take them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That, <laughs> that's unfortunately very funny. It is. No flavored Oreos on this episode of Snack Situation, though. Instead, we have an array of snacks sent to us by our very good friend, Lucas Brown, who you may know as the editorial deacon of the Apocrypals podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has sent us treats from Down Under many times in the past. This is another set of those, and uh, I'm very excited to to try them. It is chocolate and hot sauce, and I think it would behoove us to 
try the hot sauce at the end so as not to drown out the flavor of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that we got sent different flavors of hot sauce. Lucas, in the note uh, that came with the snacks, said uh, we got different flavors of hot sauces and then listed the rest of the treats. Uh, He said these were some carefully chosen snacks for us to laud. And and so, yeah, we're going to try them on the show. To laud? To laud. I mean, look, I, I trusted this about Lucas. Cause here's the thing. Lucas will send us some presents at the drop of a hat. True. It's, it's great. I love it. I absolutely love that Lucas is constantly sending us boxes of snacks. And in my case, sometimes knives, it's not like I expected him to send something that we wouldn't like, but I do appreciate that he was actively like, I'm going to send them boys some stuff I know they'll like. Yeah, and one of these things, because we received this box in June. This is the July snack situation, but we received these treats in June. And this was partially, according to Lucas's note uh, to me, um, a birthday offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, from June, your birthday is coming up soon. So, my birthday is coming up soon. But uh, Lucas said a similar thing to me in uh, his letter that he included to me. Uh, but he mentioned that uh, we did both get hot sauce. However, you got the spicier one because you are, in Lucas's words, the spice lord. That's right. According in hot hot ones parlance. Uh, I'm I'm a spice lord. Um, we'll get to the flavors of the hot sauce when we get to the hot sauce. I think for now, Chris, let's focus on the chocolate bars. The one that I know for sure, Lucas sent us that is a treat for me. Uh, in particular, is some just regular ass Cadbury Dairy Milk. Yep, I, I got that as well. Now, does yours feature a celebrity athlete on it? It has what looks to be a rugby player on it. You know, you might think that. I also thought that. Is it Australian rules football? Australian rules football, baby. Okay, yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. Uh, I should know that because I've been watching the show Deadlock on the bad website. Or not the bad website, the bad book shopping website, Prime. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, which is an Australian show set in Tasmania, and the victim. It's it's kind of a parody of those like British detective shows in the vein of Broadchurch. Uh huh. Where it's like very dramatic and. Like, the whole season is one case, like a murder mystery case. Yeah. And the, the victim in the first episode of Deadlock is the local footy coach. Mm. So they talk about Australian rules football on that show a lot. Uh, let's see. On the back of the package, it says, Cadbury, a cheer and a half for purpose. 
As the first Australian rugby team left for the UK in 1908, the British press nicknamed them the Rabbits. The men themselves gave, them, gave themselves a different name, uh, the Wallabies, for their purpose would be to never take a backward step. They defeated England 9-3, forging the Wallabies legacy, which is now preserved by all who wear the iconic gold jersey. Join us That's- cheering on your heroes both on and off the field by scanning the code below. That's interesting. You got a different one than I did. Okay, mine is rugby. Yeah, mine is Australian rules football. Mine is uh, Daisy Pierce. Okay. One of the most respected pioneers of women's football. Along with being an exceptional captain and expert commentator, Daisy is a mum to twins and the first active player to return to top-level women's football post-pregnancy, paving the way for other women to do the same. Join us in cheering on your heroes both on and off the field by scanning the code below. Cheer and a half for respect. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Very cool. Like, dis- like I don't know what yours looks like, but mine, uh, the little design of the Daisy Pierce iconography is very good. Uh, are, th- are they made out of pouring glasses of milk? They are made out of pouring glasses of milk, which is a little weird. Yeah. But I mean, in context, it makes sense. It's a, it's a Cadbury dairy milk. The, the design on mine reminds me of the sort of graphic design iconography of the Olympics. Mm, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, it's different every time, but it kind of looks like this to me, uh, generally. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cadbury Dairy Milk, Australian Cadbury Dairy Milk, is proudly made in Tasmania. So, well, where deadlock is set. And the ingredients, the ingredients are as simple as you can get. Full cream milk, sugar, cocoa butter, cocoa mass, milk solids, emulsifiers, flavors. Uh, I've, I've never just seen flavors on an ingredients list before. I mean, look, I can't, I can't sit here and act like that's not a very important ingredient. Sure. In the U.S., it would important aspect. Yes, in the U.S., it would say natural and artificial flavors, or one or the other. It wouldn't just say flavors. Uh, let's see. You want to try the dairy milk first, Chris? Uh, yeah. Let's do this. Let's try the dairy All milk. Right. So there's an open and reclose gimmick to this packaging, which I appreciate. Oh, man. Give me that open and reclose gimmick. Yeah. We we need to. We, you and I, need to bring back calling things gimmicks. I mean, we're doing it. We just did it. I think we could you, do it. You just did it, and I need to commit to it <laughs> in the way that I like. Because uh, right. I do I, love it when you refer to any noun as a gimmick. I have had English dairy milk or British dairy milk, which mm-hmm. I adore. I've had the American bastardization of dairy milk. Which is an affront to chocolate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now I'll be trying Australian dairy milk made in Tasmania. Cheers. All right, here we go. That's a rich chocolate. It's so fucking good, dude. That is honestly fucking delicious. It's got a creaminess that you just do not get in milk chocolate anywhere in the US. It is wild that you could just go to the grocery store and buy this. I know. I'm fine. Look, I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much shit about 
the good fine folks at Hershey's. <laughs> but it's night and day, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable how much better dairy milk is than any other milk chocolate. I am tempted to, like, make a fucking snor- s'mores with that. I bet it would be great. I bet it would be so good. It's, I think the reason that American dairy milk doesn't taste like this and is, like, chalkier is that there's some kind of requirement for American chocolate to be a certain amount of cocoa. And this is less cocoa and more milk. But I mean, that would make sense. It does have it doesn't have it's got two glasses of milk pouring and forming forming the form of of Daisy Pierce, yeah. legendary Australian rules footballer. Yeah. I don't know what the proportion of cocoa is. How much cacao is in dairy milk? Cacao. But I can tell you this. It tastes good. I'm I'm going in for another bite. All right, well, yeah, you can do that. I'll, I guess I'll vamp uh, a little bit. Um, that shit's so good. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. We should say, uh, I, I the, just finished dinner. Yeah. Before we, we started in on this. And that's the only reason I'm not, like, housing this chocolate bar. <laughs> if we had done what I suggested and and done this like tomorrow at lunchtime, this entire thing would be in my mouth right now. Well, I guess that can happen tomorrow at lunchtime. You know it. You know it might. Uh, yeah, this it, is it this is just. a this is a dessert situation. Well, it's a. I mean, kind of. It's a post dinner situation. Right, and we're eating mostly chocolate, so I would call this dessert. Mm, okay. The hot sauce, I guess we could call it like a digestif. Um, even though that's not actually what that is. We have another Cadbury bar sent to us from Lucas. Yeah. This is the Cadbury Caramilk Marble. So Caramilk Marble, which is caramelized white chocolate and milk chocolate with a hazelnut praline center. And then, perhaps alarmingly, in red on the package, new allergen. See back of pack. They, they invent something new for this one? They invented a new allergen. I oh, guess. man, it's, it's, it's mutagen ooze. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh... We have on the back, thanks to Coco Life, we are helping plantations to protect the forests around them. Plantation is a word that has a different meaning in Australia, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, proudly made in Tasmania, caramel, caramilk, caramelized white chocolate, and the dairy milk, da- dairy milk chocolate blend with hazelnut praline center. Product contains caramelized white chocolate, hazelnut praline center, milk chocolate, Ingredients, full cream milk, sugar, cocoa, butter, hazelnut paste, cocoa mass, milk, solids, emulsifiers, flavors. Contains milk, hazelnut, soy. The allergen, I would assume, is hazelnuts. Probably. I mean, those aren't new, though. I did, you know, I did almost sneeze just now. So, Mm -hmm. 
Now this one also has that uh that reclose gimmick, which is optimistic on the part of the Cadbury Corporation. <laughs> well, it's 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 recommended that a serving is four squares. Hilarious. So they're really really hoping you just you just have four squares. So you just ate a serving. I had half a serving. I had two squares. Oh, okay, I had I had three. Okay. I I yeah I I took bites of a single square. Um. Yeah, it's really alarming to see that new allergen on the front, and then nothing in a similar red font on the back about the new allergen. But one would have to assume it's hazelnuts. Uh, all right, I'm breaking off a piece. All right, interesting right, color on. on this thing. The color is a little unappetizing. It's kind of off white. Yeah, it um, it has the coloration of dog shit. To be honest, <laughs> I guess. Oh, mm. it's white chocolate. Um, but it's not like. Bright white. It's caramelized white chocolate. white chocolate. That's true. That's why it's a little God damn. More tan. So you tr- you just had it? You just tried it? Have some, yeah. Alright, I'm I'm going in. Okay, so you liked it a lot. Yeah, that's tasty. You did not. I liked it. I don't dislike it. I consider it a step down from simple, beautiful, perfectly balanced dairy milk. And I will say this: this is more about my expectations than the than the chocolate itself. If I if I'm th- expecting a hazelnut praline center, I feel like they're gonna there should be a crunch. Yeah, looking at the uh, like the packaging feels like it indicates that there's going to be a hazelnut up in there. Yeah, but there's certainly not room. I mean, you can see when you look at it. Yeah, like I'm thinking, you know, Ferrero Rocher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's there's gonna be some some hazelnut crunch in the middle. There's not, but there is a hazelnut flavor that is very pleasing. So I I, do, I like the flavor of it itself, the thing itself, but it's not. It it did not meet the expectations that I had, which is a me problem. Yeah. It's tasty, though. It's good. It's good. This sucks, dude. This sucks. What? What sucks? Like, when we eat English sweets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... Or, or like, uh, like uh, the Chinese snacks that we had that were, like, supposed to be sweets, but they definitely weren't. Like they they were, were not sweet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to do with my hand when I say something's not sweet. <laughs> Can't make a little wolf. Some kind of some kind of anti What's the opposite of a wolf? Anti wolf pack symbol. I guess that's that's just the middle two fingers up. Kinda looks like a bunny. Just kinda yeah. the opposite of a wolf. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Not sweet. Not sweet at all. Then you get like an American candy bar and you're like, fuck yeah. This is the this is the shit. Fuck me up with a Reese's cup. That's what I always say. I go to the store and I'm like, "Hey, fuck me up with a Reese's cup." And, and they're, they're like, 
You got it, sir. Are you a marketing genius? Call the I mean, call folks at Reese's right now. Get Will Arnett saying that in ads yesterday. I mean, look, I am a marketing genius. I'm not currently employed by the Reese's Corporation, though. Why is Will Arnett in the ads for Reese's where he's like, oh, you're stupid if you don't eat a Reese's? That's what I hear every time I hear one of those ads. Yeah, that makes he sense. Sh- he should absolutely say at the end of every single one of those ads, fuck me up with a Reese's cup. Agreed. It's a great line. It is a perfect tag- tagline. If I fucking hear that on a commercial, I'm suing. Yeah. In a heartbeat. TMTMTM, C and R, Reese's. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, your point about you. Oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my point. Uh, <laughs> my point, Matt, is that uh, these are like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do when this is gone? Go to World Market. Although World Market, I think World Market has real dairy milk that you can buy. I don't know, man. I know these are these are from Tasmania. That's true, but the, the the Tasmanian dairy milk is not far removed from British dairy milk. So if you go to World Market and you buy dairy milk that was made in Britain in the UK somewhere, it's going to taste like that dairy milk. Can I ask you a question? Please do. Do you remember Yahoo Serious? Uh yes. What was that movie from the 80s? There's two you can be thinking of. Uh, Young Einstein is the one. Young Einstein. Young Einstein, which I believe was about Einstein. Yes. Like, like Albert Einstein, the guy who was (laughs) real. Correct. But in this movie, I distinctly remember Yahoo Sirius being in this movie and being like, I'm a Tasmanian. And the premise of this movie, I guess, was that Einstein had a bunch of adventures and was Tasmanian, which we know is not true. It is also, like, I would say kind of an important thing about Einstein. I mean, it's magical realism, right? That is, Matt, you just, Gabriel Garcia Marquez is rolling, <laughs> spinning like a drill. <laughs> sure. You know what I would like to see? What would you like to see? I would like to see young Einstein fight young Sheldon. Oh, we know who's winning that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Young Einstein is a full-grown man, is the thing. That's right. <laughs> like, Young Sheldon can say all the bazingas he wants. It's it's not working out for him. I went to Yahoo Sirius's Wikipedia page just to see what was up with Yahoo After Sirius. After heavy drinking, Einstein postulates the theory of mass-energy equivalence, E equals MC squared, as a formula to, spit, to split beer atoms... To create bubbles in beer. 
Somebody had to do it. On Somebody a train to, to Sydney, it. he meets Marie Curie. <laughs> this is it's, offensive. It's a it's a loose adaptation of the life of Albert Einstein. The Los Angeles Times gave a favorable review, saying the film would appeal to younger audiences, and that, quote, it's just about impossible to dislike a movie in which examples of the hero's pacifism include his risking his life to save kitties from being baked to death inside a pie. And that's where Save the Cat comes from. Wow. Wow. That's, That's the origin. Yahoo Sirius is still out there. Okay. I was looking at Yahoo Sirius's Wikipedia page. A lot of very interesting information about Yahoo Sirius has, I've just learned. One, even though Young Einstein was from Tasmania, Yahoo Sirius was not. Yahoo Sirius was from Cardiff, New South Wales. How did they not call that New Cardiff? I guess if you it's New know. Wales, it can just have a Cardiff. Yeah, New Cardiff, New Wales is is maybe a little much. Well, we got a New York, New York. But we have like a Bath. It's not New Bath. It's just Bath. Oh, that's true. That's a weird example. I don't know why Bath is the first one I thought of. Yeah. Bath, North Carolina. We got uh, a lot of Kentucky and an Athens, Georgia, for sure. We got a Paris, Texas. Yeah. Yahoo Sirius. Perhaps not surprising, Yahoo Sirius, not his birth name. Birth name was Greg Gomez Pede. Also, what age would you have expected Yahoo Sirius to be when he made Young Einstein? That's that's what's wild. Would it be 35? Because that's how old he was. Yeah, bud. <laughs> yeah, man. Yahoo Sirius is two years younger than my mom. Yes. He is He is 69 years old. About to be 70. Nice. He was in three movies and quit. Like, literally, he did three movies in which he was the star, director, writer, and producer. Quit. 2000, last movie. Like, I I fully expected that Yahoo Sirius was like a Russell Brand Uh guy, where he had like a brief moment before America was like, nah, we're good. But then, like, it looks like, like, also, Australia was like, nah, we're good. His last movie was a success in Australia, but nowhere outside of it. Uh, yeah, but so. his last movie, like, okay, he makes Young Einstein in 1988. He makes yeah. Reckless Kelly in 1993. Right. Then he makes Mr. Accident in 19, in 2000. Right. So, like, how much is he getting off that, off that Young Einstein money where he's just dropping one every seven years? I just, you know. Those are, Matt, those are Nas numbers. <laughs> that's a one hot movie every 10 years average that's true that's true uh here's the most surprising thing to me on yahoo Sirius's wikipedia page in august 2000 yahoo Sirius sued the search engine yahoo for trademark infringement 
The case was thrown out because Sirius could not prove that he sells or products or services under the name Yahoo, and therefore could not prove that he suffered harm or confusion due to the search engine. Yeah, but that was a that was a. Did you go up into space on a craft piloted by Benjamin J. Grimm? Because and then come back to Earth with your wife and and brother in law. Because let me tell you something. That's a stretch, Chris. Yeah, I have something to send you right now. Okay. It's the official website of Yahoo Serious, yahooserious.com. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I almost clicked on this from the... Wow. I How small would I have to make this screen for this to look right? <laughs> I, I, I am dying to know how old this website is. I gotta say, uh, Yahoo Sirius is designed for the uh, new Australian flag pretty good. Oh, uh, 2003. This this website is from 2003. There's no, no... The copyright at the bottom left is Sirius Entertainment Limited 2003. That's fucking wild, because this does not look like 03. I mean, it looks like it's from 1997, but yeah. it's from 2003. Uh, I invite everyone listening to go to yahooserious.com. Uh, don't click on the part that says do not click here. Should I not? Don't do it. I haven't. Did you? I, d- I did, and now it's there's six seconds until my hard drive is erased. Oh, no. Um, You can go to yahooserious.com slash cam.html if you want to see... Yahoo's Sirius's Yahoo Cam. Okay, okay, um, but it is currently unplugged. I guess he's not streaming Elden Ring today. Uh, the bomb ticks down to zero, and now it says, "You moron!" Clicking on useless links, thus clogging up bandwidth, wrecks the enjoyment of the World Wide Web for millions of well-mannered users. It would serve you right if you if your clicking finger got sucked into an ATM machine. Rude. You can just say ATM. Now go back to the homepage and stop fooling around. You want to try the Snickers bar, Chris? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is uh, Snickers butterscotch. I'm a Tasmanian. No, you're not. No, you're not, and nor was Einstein. You fucking weirdo. I do. Uh, I did for a second think Chairman of the Board was a Yahoo Serious movie, but that was a Carrot Top movie. That's a Carrot Top movie, yeah. I know that because of Norm MacDonald's infamous appearance on Conan O'Brien, in which Carrot Top's co-star in Chairman of the Board, Courtney Thorne Smith, mm-hmm. was the second guest. Mm-hmm. And when she came out, she was talking about being in a movie with Carrot Top, and Norm MacDonald kept saying things about it being a Carrot Top movie. And she, like she, she and Conan were both laughing, but Conan was like, "Let me do the interview." And Conan was like, "What's the title of the movie?" And she goes, "Chairman of the Board." And Conan goes, "Do something with that, you freak!" And then Norm instantly goes, "Is board spelled B O R E D?" And everybody on set lost it. R I P Norm McDonald. Uh, these Snickers bars are made 
by Mars Wrigley Australia, which is in Ballarat, Victoria. Is Norm Macdonald the only funny conservative who's ever lived? I can't think of another one. And and Norm's politics were complicated. I I hesitate to call him a full on conservative. It's but he wasn't but he wasn't like lefty. That much I know. It's hard to define Norm Macdonald's politics. But if if you would want to call him a conservative, then yes, he was the only funny one. I'm thinking about this uh this uh, uh, butterscotch Snickers, which Lucas sent to me uh, to us because he was like butterscotch is better than caramel, and that's that's true. Well, would you like to try it now? Uh, yes, mine's a little melted, so we'll see how effect that might have. Here we go. It's good. It's good. Butterscotch is better than caramel. That's true. I'm not sure. I mean, caramel is in this. The the replaced ingredient is nougat. The nougat is butterscotch flavored. But there is caramel in there. It's good. It's good. I don't know if I like it more than a regular Snickers though. I I think I do, but here's here's my here's my secret, Matt. Hmm. I kind of don't like Snickers. Like uh okay. I'm not gonna say they're bad. But like they're they're not for me, you know. They they're gonna be like my last choice at the grocery store aisle. Yeah, I I personally I prefer a Milky Way to a Snickers, which is odd because I'm not a peanut hater. And the only difference between the two is peanuts. That's true. But I think if. If the, I think if there's anything that this show has established is I'm exactly like Gordon Ramsay. I like simple, simple ingredients done well. You call me names all the time. <laughs> you say atrocious things to me. <laughs> I put pieces of bread on either side of your head and I call you an idiot sandwich. If 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 that man did that to me, Matt. He didn't really do that to somebody. That was part of a comedy sketch. Was it part of a comedy sketch? I didn't yes, realize it was, was part of a comedy sketch. That was part of a comedy sketch. I thought he not. actually did that to somebody. He did. He did. And really I was like, that. I'm sorry. I I very rarely say this. I would have knocked Gordon Ramsay out. <laughs> that was like a sketch for Jimmy Kimmel or something. It was oh, okay. not. Okay. It was not on an actual show. But people have just seen that clip out of context and think it's it's like a real thing he did. My wife's really into the bear these days. Bear's good. Bear's good. Bear's I, I good. know you like it. I know you really like it. I like it too. It's fun. My, f- my favorite pizza place in Chicago, prominently featured in an episode in season two. Oh, is it the, uh, the, the one where uh, Richie goes to work at the nice restaurant? Yeah. And okay. he goes to Pequod's. My, that's my favorite episode of the season. It's a good episode. That episode is so good. That episode was good because, like, the entire first season, I'm like, why does he not fire Richie? Well, I don't because they're they're quote unquote cousins. But seeing a fuck up get their shit together, there's nothing more cathartic. It's it's so, 
It's so beautiful to see Richie get his shit together. And he goes to Pequod's. So, 10 out of 10 on that episode. I'm sorry, continue. Okay, okay. So, you know that that Carmi and Sid are in love with each other, right? Here's your spoiler warning for season two of The Bear. There haven't been any spoilers yet, but they're coming. So skip ahead if you don't want to hear them. Is that... Is... Is... Is that the theory? The going theory? There's apparently like a thing where people are are like really into uh, Carmi's girlfriend that he had until he locked himself in the freezer and fucked it all up. Yeah, and fucked it all spoilers up. for spoilers for the boars, the bear season two. Yeah, spoilers for the bear season two. Carmi fucks something up, but everything goes fine because he has a high stress job. The most the most un realistic thing about that show is that someone actually got fired for smoking crack. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that scene was actually very funny. Anyway. Uh, we've, so we've been watching it. So I've, I've been, uh, saying things are fire a lot lately. Uh, and Mm -hmm. shouting corner when I come out of the kitchen. Uh, and tonight I made, uh, I made pork chops for the very first time. I've never made them before. And I made hoisin pork chops, uh, and some mashed potatoes. And uh, given to my wife, and she walked in the living room and she started eating while I was getting my plate together. While I was plating at my station. And I said, babe, is it fire? And she said, yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) And I was like, that's the meanest thing. Because she didn't hear it. She just thought I asked, is it good? good? (laughs) So she didn't hear me ask if it was fire. I found this Norm MacDonald tweet from March 14th, 2017, in which he said, I am not a conservative and never been a conservative in my life, but I do know this. Everyone is lying. Mm. So, complicated politics for Norm. Mm, Okay. All right. Look, that's for another time. For another time. Yeah. He's Canadian, so it's weird. That's true. You, you want, want to try some hot sauce? sauce? Yeah. Okay. Jinx. So what? Yes. So what? Which apostle hot sauce did you get? I got Saint Peter, kiwi fruit, and Kawakawa Verde. You talking about that teenager? Talking about that that bearded teen. That Saint teen. Peter. Teen Peter. Teen Peter. Uh, so what are the ingredients again? Tell me. I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, kiwi fruit okay. and Kawakawa Verde. Okay, interesting. interesting. Tiny kiwi fruit, peppery, peppery New Zealand kawakawa, and locally grown jalapenos. Okay, so pe- the peppers are jalapenos. Yes. Got it. Uh, I got, it looks like it's got an organic apple cider base, apple cider vinegar base. And then uh, the kawakawa the is actually uh, the last ingredient on the list here. So it's interesting because I don't know what that is. My apostle is St. Andrew. Mm. And the ingredients in mine are Szechuan, blueberry, and habanero. Ooh. Which sounds pretty fucking good. Now, what's your medium? Or are you just going to chug it? You're just going to do a shot? I have a Ritz cracker. Shots, 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 shots. I got to put it on something. I I can't... uh, I, I, I need a medium for my hot sauce. What, what is your scoop? Frito scoop is a good choice, I think. 
I do have like plain tortilla chips downstairs, but the Frito scoops were already open, and I didn't want to open up the Tostitos for a single chip for a tasting menu. You know? Yeah, all the chips in my house are already flavored, and I didn't want to adulterate. What kind of the uh, hot sauce? What kind of chips you got? Oh, I got so many chips, dog. <laughs> I am chip rich over here. This is a good smell. It's got a good bouquet. I've got some sun chips. I've got some jalapeno kettle chips. Kettle ones. This smells like barbecue sauce. Mine has a fruity smell, but definitely like there's a there's a bitterness to the smell. There's a vinegar. There's a real vinegar essence to this to this sauce. Yeah. Ooh, just poured myself a loving spoonful here on the uh, on the Alfredo scoop. Interesting. Oh, so our, our I forgot that Andrew was Peter's brother. So our hot sauces are brothers. Yeah. All right, you ready? Let me let me put some on. Let me put some on a, a my Ritz here. Ritz cracker not a great salsa medium, but I guess if you're just no. open to taste the salsa, I just want yeah, I just want to taste the sauce. I don't want. Other flavors. Um, okay, cheers. Here's to you. That's a good taste. That's a good like. That's definitely like a uh, like. I get the fruit. The kiwi makes a very interesting like fruit salsa. This is very interesting. It's very heat forward. Mine's very flavorful, not very hot at all. But you, I would. I wouldn't call mine very hot. It's, it's got some heat. I've definitely had hotter sauces than this, but this okay, all right. That's not a brag. That's just information. But the heat in this sauce is on the tip of your tongue. Like as soon as it touches your tongue, you experience the heat, which is not true of all hot sauces. There are lots of hot sauces where the heat is a very delayed sensation right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the heat on in this sauce like if you're looking for instant heat like i'm already deciding that this sauce is what i'm gonna put on eggs because if i'm putting some hot sauce on some eggs i want that like instant kick you know Mm -hmm. whereas if i was gonna put some hot sauce in say a burrito First of all, this has got like a blueberry fruit flavor, so I wouldn't necessarily want that. But also, like if if you're putting it in a burrito or something, you might want a little bit of a delayed reaction or or like a post bite kick. Um I feel like this hot sauce would be really good for like something like breakfast, like to put on breakfast. Uh but it's it's good. It's tasty. I I get the fruit and the heat. It's got it's a good mix of flavor and heat. And not overpowering, which also makes it good for, you know, a plate of eggs maybe. See, mine is almost like it could almost function as a salsa. Mhm. Cuz it's got that like I I'm I'm trying to figure out what I would put it in. I mean, I could just put it on like tacos and have like a like a bang up time. I think, but like, sure, it it's got that that 
spicy fruitiness. I like it. It's good. It's very good. This also, mine at least, has a vinegar flavor, like a very distinct vinegar flavor. Oh that... yeah, yeah. The vinegar, the vinegar. I would say is the the number one flavor that I'm getting. Not yeah. a bad thing. I feel like a lot of times hot hot sauces try to hide that they're vinegar based. Mm-hmm. Like they try to overpower the vinegar flavor with other flavors. But I actually appreciate how much the vinegar comes through in this because it does remind me of, you know, Carolina style barbecue sauce. Well, why would so, they hide the vinegar? They do. I I don't know why hot sauces want to hide the vinegar, but they often do. Foolish. Um but it comes through in this, and I think it's better for it. So, Chris, it's time to uh, rank these these snacks. Right, Let's start with do that. Yeah, we do that. We do that on the show. Uh, Let's start with Cadbury Dairy Milk. I am personally a fan. G- give me a spot. <sighs> what I mean. I would put it above Whitaker's dark sal- salted uh, caramel, which but is also from the, from uh, what do, what do you call uh, Oceana? That's right. Uh, you know, I would. I I don't. I don't think it goes above a Bojangles Cajun Filet Biscuit, which I would eat every day until I'm dead. Yep. In exactly. a year. <laughs> so and, Cadbury and- Dairy Milk. I mean, I was about to say, like, if that was an option, you would take it. That is kind of an option. Yeah, I only don't do it because I would like to stay alive a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a cat to think about. I have two cats to think about. Yeah. And and all our lovely listeners. I don't want to leave them in the lurch. Okay, so Cadbury Dairy Milk is the new number seven. How about Cadbury Caramilk? Pretty good. Pretty good. I Not as good as dairy milk, but pretty good. Uh, I would, I mean, I would say probably on the level of a Ben and Jerry's cannoli ice cream. Okay. Okay. But not as good as a fried apple pie. I'll take a fried was, apple pie over that. Yeah. That was the fried apple pie specifically at the Carolina Apple Festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good as hell. So yes, okay. So at the new number twenty-eight, Cadbury Caramel. I can fill that one in. Oh, I thought you. Were, I thought you were on it. Uh, well, I am now. And then I'll say that one is also Tasmania. Just to be clear, it's Tasmanian Snickers butterscotch. Also pretty good. Also pretty good. Of the three, it was probably my least favorite. But not bad. Not bad by any stretch. It's definitely not as good as Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Or Cool American Doritos. But you know, it might be better than Pocky's Fiery Chili Limon. Mm, Probably. I mean, I think it's better than Zambo Cookies and Cream. Yeah, I I think so. I think so. So at the new number 32, yeah, Snickers Butterscotch, Australian. Uh, and then finally, 
So we get, we each got different hot sauces. How should we rank these hot sauces? Uh, I, I don't think we rank the hot sauces, but I think we can give a fairly full-throated recommendation to a yeah, I don't, sauce limited. Yes, I don't know where... Americans might be able to find Apostle Hot Sauce. I mean, you can get it at 21 Ames Street uh, at uh, K Riki in Wellington, in Wellington New, Zealand. New Zealand. Head on down Aotearoa way. <laughs> Maybe if there is some kind of specialty hot sauce import shop, you can get Apostle Hot Sauce. They must have 12, right? Well, they gotta have twelve. Do you think they have a Jesus? Okay, I'm looking now. I'm looking. They have like a. They have a Paul. I'm looking now to see what they have. Okay, there is a Judas Iscariot, spicy smoked barbecue. That's number one on the list. Yes, there's a Saint Philip. Which is roasted capsaicum and chili. I bet that's the hottest one. Probably the hottest one. Uh, okay, here's St. Peter with the kiwi fruit and kawakawa verde. St. Matthew is chocolate and manuka chipotle, which sounds pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the idea of a chocolate hot sauce is pretty wild. Yeah, that's your name, by the way. That is my name. Uh, but but Lucas, I think, was smart to send me the habanero hot sauce. So uh, Saint- here's, here's the thing, though, Matt. Mm-hmm. I do not believe Matthew was an apostle. Matthew was an apostle? I guess he is. I guess he is. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. I. You know what? I was confusing him with Stephen, mm. who replaced uh, the first martyr who came later. Matthew was the tax collector. Yeah, that's that, right. Called Levi. That got recruited. Yes, called Levi. Yeah. Uh, St. John is mango, turmeric, and ginger. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. That does sound pretty good. And then that's, we that's, got that's uh, the son of Zebedee. That's right. And then we got St. Andrew, uh, which is Szechuan, blueberry, and habanero. That seems to be all. There are six. So they got six more. They could, they could get cranking out. They should theme them to the martyrdoms. Well, St. Andrew does have an Andrew's cross on it. Mm. On the label. Well, uh, Peter is not, like, on the label upside down. No, he's not. (laughs) So, you know. Uh, Let's see. Who are we missing? We don't have James. We don't have James, which, you know, if you got John, you got to have James. Uh, We don't have Bartholomew. We don't have Thomas, the unfairly maligned Thomas. So we don't have... We don't have... uh, uh, James the less either. Uh, we don't have either of the Jameses. That's right. Yeah, and we're missing. Ju- we're also missing Jude and Simon. Yeah. Wait, no, that's Peter. No, there was a different Simon. So we're missing one of the Simons. Yeah, there's Simon the Canaanite. 
Yeah, Simon the Zealot. Simon Simon F. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we got to get they, they got to do something clever with Thomas. Thomas got a raw deal because he doubted the resurrection. Yeah, because he was like, "I would like to see proof." I think that's reasonable. It's more than reasonable. Trust but verify. I mean, to me, that's a great motto for a journalist. It's kind of not a great motto for an apostle. <laughs> I will say. All right, we're done. We've, we've ranked these. We're not going to rank the hot sauces because we had different hot sauces, but... Uh, but the, t- very tasty. Very, very tasty. Very tasty. Um, high recommendation to Apostle Hot Sauces if if you can find them. If you're down, uh, if you're down Wellington way. That's right. If you're down in Wellington, stop on by. We'll be back uh, in September with another snack situation. It'll be fall. It will be. We'll we'll have something good for you. Uh, and then Movie Fighters is coming in August. Uh, if you would like to contribute to this show, make this show possible every month, head over to patreon.com slash Ajax and kick in as little as a dollar a month to make sure that we keep doing this and uh, Movie Fighters in alternating months. You also support the weekly War Rocket Ajax show as well as Every Story Ever specials and Comics Catch-Up there. If you want to email us a snack suggestion or a movie suggestion, you can do it at moviefighterscast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr at moviefighterscast.tumblr.com. And I think that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us while we talked about a bunch of stuff. And Lucas Brown, thank you for sending us these. These were great. Shout out to Lucas Brown uh, for always being willing to pay an exorbitant amount to ship us things from the other side of the world. Uh, Thank you, Lucas. We love you. Uh, Everybody else, have a great couple months, and until next time, stay hungry. One, two, three,